Does your brand or business want to reach thousands of mums in Australia or around the world? Well, the best way to let them know about what you have to offer is to jump into their ears right here with us on the podcast. That's right. We are an independent mum-run podcast. And if you think your brand would enrich the lives of our DLs, or you just want your business shouted from the rooftop, slide on into our inbox and let's talk about how you can partner with us to get your brand out there. Yes, come and join the potty fam. Email partnerships at we don't have time for this.com to talk turkey. <laughs> so it's Hubs's penultimate day at work. Penult- penultimate. It's, it's the most underrated word in the history of the lexicon. It also is a bit inflated to call it his penultimate no, day. No, I've decided I'm going to start introducing new words. Okay. They're not new words, but words that I enjoy that I think are worthy to be in our vernacular. She's a cunning linguist, our gem. I am. <laughs> okay, go on. What does penultimate mean? Well, penultimate, for those who do not know, means second last. There we go. So today is Hubs's penultimate day at work. <laughs> it's inflated. I love it. It's, it's, a, no, it's obnoxious. Yes. But I think we should go back to being obnoxious with language. Should we? Yeah. And being flowery. Why? Because why not? <laughs> I'm bored of the language. Language. Okay. We shorten everything and I want to elongate it again. Okay. Like I'd like to say, today the weather is lugubrious. Oh my God. <laughs> Should we get into the app? Wait, wait. Oh, Remember sorry. we once had a fight about the meaning of cantankerous? Did we? We did. We had a proper snippy fight about cantankerous. Well, I thought it meant grumpy. Well, it can, but it can also mean unreliable. Really? Yeah, like you can talk about a structure being cantankerous. But you were like, no, you can't. It means, and then you looked it up. You're like, see, it means grumpy, blah, blah, blah. I feel like cantankerous is like a personality trait. Like, oh, that man is so cantankerous. Yeah, but scaffolding can be cantankerous. I mean, I think that is like a metaphorical use of the term cantankerous. It's a creative and intelligent way to use language. Oh, right. Well, anyway, what's another word you love? I love chatting words. I don't love words. It takes me back to our Shakespeare days. Just riff with me, Rev. Sorry, I just don't get hot or hard for like one word. It has to be like the way they're put together is what I'm into. Okay, well, I appreciate a well-crafted phrase. Okay. But I don't know. I love a spicy word. I know you you do. You know, know where your ear kind of pricks and goes, ooh. Ooh, lugubrious. Yeah. Or even, it doesn't have to be long, but like parched instead of thirsty. Like, why don't we just say, hey, I'm parched? You do. (laughs) You do say that. I do. You're not wrong. Should we get into the episode? Yes. Yes. We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids, we don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, a.k.a. Gemma Peanut on the Gram, along with my co-host, Kate Lugubrious Reeves. Not the correct use of that I don't that know word. what lugubrious means. So lugubrious, you would use it in a sentence like this. The forest was mysterious and lugubrious. That feels like it's too many adjectives. So lugubrious yes. means gloomy. Gloomy. I'm yeah. not gloomy. No, you're not. I so said Kate Lugubrious Reeves <laughs> <laughs> was incorrect. It twas. Twas. But that's okay. Twas it. Um, all right. Well, fun. Fun fact. <laughs> lugubrious. <laughs> I like it. It's almost onomatopoeic then. It is. Yeah. That's why I love it. Yes, yes. Onomatopoeic, man. <laughs> Welcome to Dictionary Deep Dive, Gem and Revs. How are you? I'm feeling 
a little bit smug today. Okay. I know. All right. DLs are loving the Formula One show, Drive to Survive. Yep, yep. It's been a hit. You love it when one of your recos takes off? I really do. I feel like I recommend good shows. I I think that's a strength of mine. I don't think I'm as good at recommending products as you, especially Mm. in the realm of skincare and makeup. so generous. Thank you. You're welcome. But I'm going to take the cake on show records. Yeah, you do have the good shows. And do you know what? A lot of DLs have slid in and said, you're right, it is the perfect show to enjoy with a partner. Mm -hmm. However, the tricky thing is, and I think this is a universal problem anytime you watch a show with someone else is when someone fucking falls asleep and then you like race ahead eight Mm. episodes because it's so bingeable and then your partner's like what the fuck you went ahead without me Mm. it's like what the fuck are you doing falling asleep on a great show like Drive to Survive yeah it's not something I miss being single yeah that's (laughs) true watch what I want when I want it (laughs) oh dear but anyway I'm just stoked that it's being well received and thank you to the DLs who are watching it with captions because that's the secret we all know when there's a show with multiple names Mm -hmm. and nicknames of characters like Game of Thrones yeah you need to watch it with captions you know our producer Liv on the podcast goes to me oh yeah I watched that a while ago and I was like no 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 no, no, no. That's the very tepid response to Netflix's best show. Bit lugubrious, Liv. Bit lugubrious. <laughs> lugubrious, Liv. Oh, no. Liv's so far from lugubrious. But we love you, Livy. <laughs> She's our editor, by the way, DLs. But I said to her, I don't feel like you watched it with commitment. <laughs> I think you might have half watched it. You didn't watch hard enough. Go and watch harder. No, like no phones distracting you. Oh, fuck off. No, no, no. no. I don't even want to watch one screen anymore. I need to be at a second screen or it's not for me. No. No, fuck off, Revs. You know, there are some shows that I think are dual or trio screen viewing. Trio? Yeah, sometimes there are like some trash reality shows. Like there's a show I love called Sydney Lux Listings. Sure. Can easily watch it. Candy Crush in one hand, my email's open on my laptop on the couch next to me. Oh, that gives me a headache. Does it? Yeah. Three screens is a bit bit cray. I don't know. I'm just sort of checking in every now and then. <laughs> Next you know? week, Gem's like, I'm a bit anxious and burnt out and I have no idea why. <laughs> it's because you have triple screening. Yeah, it's the way of the future. <laughs> Unless you're watching Drive to Survive, in which case I think it should be an unplugged viewing situation. <laughs> no phones, nothing, just eyes on the screen, reading the fucking captions and getting into it. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you're into aggressive Netflix viewing, this is your destination. <laughs> I have to give a shout out to a girlfriend of mine so Revs, someone you also know who you would not believe is obsessed with Drive to Survive. M? Nope. Who? Amy Edwards. Oh. Yeah. What? Yep. So this is a friend who is unicorns, like her favorite girl is girl. pink. She would wear a sparkly tutu with a tiara given a chance. She's describing a, full, a two-year-old. She's a, <laughs> she's a full-grown adult with the loves of a two-year-old, basically. Professional dancer, like Singer, girly girl. Yeah. Performer. Fucking loves this Formula One Well, show. there you go. Okay. We get it, Gem. You've spent now five minutes sorry, telling everyone sorry. that you had a good recommendation. Okay. I apologize. Let's Congrats. move on. <laughs> Many rounds of applause to you. (laughs) I still haven't tried to watch it. (gasps) But I'm banked up. I've got stuff to watch. I have not been watching TV lately, which is not like me. Yeah, what's going on? Well, I was dating, wasn't I? Anyway, that's done with. Shame. (laughs) Not really. Anyway, (laughs) back to TV it is. So what's going on in your world? Look, I've had a shitty single mum week. Why? I don't want to roll around in it and indulge for the whole episode, but let me just 
Put it down. No, I think you should cover yourself in mud, babe. Yeah, Winge FM, let's get muddy. Full tilt. And I do want to say, a lot of people slide into my DMs and say, thank you for talking about separation and divorce and it sounds like you're killing it, blah, blah, blah. And then some people will be like, oh, hey, just a little note that not all separations are 50-50 and they're not always amicable. And so I just want to own it here. Like, I know, you know, I'm in a pretty good situation. I do have 50-50 custody and my ex is a great guy, but I know it's not fucking sunshine and roses all the time. And this week has just been fucked. Like, it's just been a week of that feeling. Oh, my God. I'm just like so on my own in this. And the fucking work childcare juggle and like a few things in the schedule change last minute and it's just like all those plates you're spinning you know that feeling of like you're spinning plates oh you're spinning we know plates, and then like one little plate goes off kilter yeah. and then all the fucking plates come it's down crashing down like i've just this week i cannot think past the next few hours yeah and i'm sick of it yeah like i just need more visibility over the week the mm. month all that like everything has just been too much mm. and then one of my after school care options got cancelled because the teacher had COVID. And, you know, it was just all too hard. much. Just all hard. So, are you trying to say that it's just not helpful when someone slides in to no, be like. No, no, I'm actually fine with that. I think there's not enough conversation out there about it. Yeah. I'm just really aware that I jump on the potty and I jump on socials and I make a lot of jokes. Yeah. And I try and keep it light and funny about being a single mom, which I think is necessary because it's dirgy as it is. We don't need to make it more dirgy. But I just, I'm acknowledging all. All the single moms out there, it's not a right a minute. Yes. You know, yeah, and yeah. this week I just really, really fucking felt how hard it is to be a single parent. And I'm just, yeah. As a non divorcee, yes. I find it interesting. <laughs> or you could say a married person. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm enjoying the title non divorcee. I think that it's interesting as an outsider looking into the world of single mothers, there is like a tear of, I have it worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like definitely. Like and anything. I find that really interesting. Yeah. Well, um, like anything, people will say, oh, you get your kids 50-50. Well, I have them full time. I have them full time or I have them 70% yeah. or I only get every second weekend off or whatever. It's like, like anything with parenting. There's yeah. always someone doing it tougher. But it doesn't mean that you should be dismissing your own personal experience totally. of it, which is also hard. Yeah. I mean, like in the first 12 months of being separated, there was a lot of freedom and personal time that but came. But you, you found freedom. New found freedom yeah. and like which is different once the routine yeah sets now in. i just miss my kids when they're not there yeah you know but when they are there you know what it's like solo parenting it's like intense and i've just found myself this week you know <laughs> sorry i i'm sorry to laugh but i would kill to miss my kids i know <laughs> like I know. it's like it's so funny like from the other side yeah, i'm yeah. like i just need to miss I'd my kids. I fucking love to miss my kids. <laughs> I know. I often sit myself down when I'm feeling lonely, yeah. which does happen, especially on Saturday mornings, mm-hmm. Sunday mornings, when I wake up by myself yep. in my apartment with no one. Mm. You know, it can be full on to come to grips with that. I do have to say to myself, Revs, take yourself back to UK lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> when you had people yeah. crawling all over you with all their needs. Yeah. <laughs> that you would kill for this day on your own. You know, how can you make the most of it? Or no, use I, it and- honestly, I'm such a believer in lending your thoughts yeah. back to those moments. Well, it's a gratitude practice, I it guess. It absolutely is. I yeah. mean, you know how everyone has their little thing that yeah. they're like, Jen, you could be <laughs> yeah. X, Y, Z. My thing when I'm having a really hard work week is, Jem, remember when you were pouring beers yeah. at 3 a.m. Yeah. and then cleaning scungy yeast scunge <laughs> off beer taps? Gross. Like, just cast your mind yeah. back to that time. And then I'm instantly like, nope. 
I'm really grateful yeah. for the work that I get to do. But yeah, yeah I think it's an important practice. And I, I, it just like I have to be more organized, like that you just can't keep tripping from one day to the next. At the moment, like someone said to me, What do you see in the future? Blah blah blah. And I was like, Oh my god, I can't see past Thursday. Yeah, and I, was I wasn't say, being dramatic. No. I can't see past Thursday. Yeah. And I just found myself a few times this week, like we woke up the other day and I didn't have the normal stuff that my kids have for breakfast. I just hadn't gotten to the shops and I was like, Oh my god, like just get to the fucking shops. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But anyway, be kind to yourself. In I know, those I know. I just wanted to say, like, it's been a shitty yeah. single parent week. You know, it's just that thing that we all face as parents is that when one ball drops, just mm-hmm. the how the whole fucking bag of balls just bounces around your ankles. Yeah. It's harking back to that <sighs> doing everything badly. Yeah. I feel like I can relate to that even as a married person yeah exactly (laughs) this just feels hard sometimes definitely yeah you know i was thinking revs actually about single parents that have different baby mamas or Mm. baby daddies yes because we have a friend Mm -hmm. who has kids with two baby mamas and I think about the logistical nightmare mm. of that, mm. coordinating their week yeah. and them being half siblings and yeah. going to one pair and, and but then coming back to the same dad. And I just think, what a schedule nightmare. Yeah. And when they're at school with Saturday sport, I'm like, how does that work? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I can't imagine having another baby daddy. It would be intense. I guess but, if you're, but, to, but, if you're but, with the no, baby daddy. No, no, no. But our friend is separated from both baby mamas. Yeah. So right. I, that, sorry, that's what I was sort of yeah. referencing was like, yeah, as you were going to say, if you're with the second parent. Yeah. In a couple. In a couple. But is that easier in a way? Well, I don't yeah. Because you're know. like, then you, yes, because then you've got two people to, yeah. to do all the domestic stuff with. Yeah. So imagine being twice divorced. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. But people are. People this are. This is the world we're in. People are. Everyone get over it. People are. <laughs> <laughs> and you work it out. You do. And like anything with parenting, it's only for a time and, you know. Mm whatever it's it's yeah but yeah messy you know that magazine queen she's got a book justine cullen oh yeah she has three baby daddies three like that makes me want to have a nap yeah 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 just the thought of that yeah but like what a life and like what a cool crazy family dynamic for the kids like you know and somehow she makes it work the more people that love those kids the better totally anyway yes um scheduling nightmare <laughs> fucking hell <laughs> another thing i wanted to touch on today which i think a lot of fellow parents will relate to. So to give you a little bit of context to this, a friend of ours on Mother's Day, of course, course. just to add drama, I feel like there's going to be a lot of people out there who had some dramas on Mother's Day. Eclipse season. Anyway, continue. Is it eclipse season? It was on Mother's Day. It's Mercury retrograde now. Excellent. Anyway, continue. Her husband was undressing their child and we've all been here, right? Mm -hmm. You know, when you're trying to rip the jumper off your Mm -hmm. child, but their head's big because they've all got big heads and you pull and pull and pull and her head flung out catapulted out of the jumper and she smashed her face on the bath oh fuck and so she chipped her two front teeth and she's 18 months oh no and you know the least favorite thing that that parent wants to hear is oh they get new teeth this is their first round of teeth in three years time not three yeah like more like five or six no well no not the front teeth they're the first ones to go but at what age like five or six has teddy lost his front teeth no but isla lost her first tooth when she was five but isla does everything ahead no of time. she's slow in teeth oh really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that could be earlier yeah yeah like four years still it's years <laughs> yes and our girlfriend she was saying that she feels silly for caring because it's an aesthetic thing sure. like she's not terribly injured or anything but it's something that she can't not see 
yeah. from here on out. Yep. She's like, every time I look at my daughter now, I'm like, oh yeah, there's those fang teeth. Like yeah. she had to go and get them filed. They oh. chipped in such a sharp edge. Oh my God. I know, the poor thing. But she sent me this long text message where she said, I know you'll get this. I'm so upset. I know it's an aesthetic thing and I'm being silly, but I'm so mad at my husband, but I feel like I can't be. And she could have easily have done it just as much herself. 100p. And she's fully aware of that, but she just wants to direct her anger to someone (laughs) just to make it feel good. So she sent this big vent text to me and I was like, honey, I get it. You're in good company. You're allowed. You know, I just validated. I went on a validation storm. You're allowed to feel upset. You're allowed to feel petty over something aesthetic. Yes. And especially with your baby. Like, do you remember the first time your kid fucked up their face? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, not that perfect face full of collagen. Exactly. Yeah. It's upsetting. Look, uh, a boyfriend chipped one of my teeth and it's with me for the rest of my life. Where? There. It's kind of like... Do we have matching chips? Did a boyfriend chip your teeth? Not a boyfriend, but a Mentos. Okay. Not as sexy. Can you see it? uh, Yeah, I can see it. I was so fucking mad at the time because I was like, this is for life. (laughs) Like, now it's with me for life. I'll never get over this. Yeah. But yes, baby teeth, they will come back. You know, it won't be the end of the world. I've got a girlfriend whose kid wrecked himself and lost his two front teeth out when he was like 18 months. No. Yeah, and he still hasn't got his grown up ones and he just looks like a can opener permanently. So cute though. Well, you say that, but it's like, what's going on there? (laughs) I didn't realize that my husband damaged his tooth. It wasn't chipped, but it went black. Mm, So he looked like a pirate for the first five years of his life. They will yank those now. Oh, what? What, So they'd rather you be toothless than have a black tooth? Uh, Wouldn't you rather be toothless and have a black tooth? You want a dead tooth. Good question. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather be toothless <laughs> or a pirate? Or a toothless pirate? <laughs> oh. Look, do you know what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for? Ultimatums. Oh, sing it, sister. Like, life is nuanced. People need understanding and time. Don't be dropping ultimatums. Okay, someone's clearly <laughs> dropped you an ultimatum. I see the fire. Coming out. I was dropped an ultimatum and it did not go well for the person who put it on me. Okay. (laughs) Spill, sister. Oh, look, without getting fully into it, I was dating this guy. Yeah. All very lovely, going very well. Mm -hmm. But obviously, you know, we're at a stage of life where we don't come baggage free. Yeah. Okay. Everyone's got their shit. He's a little further down the road than I am in the separation stakes. In oh, the right. I, stakes. I thought you meant like literally was a neighbor oh, <laughs> down the also, road. He was also a neighbor. Lol. <laughs> he's a little further down the road. But has his standards and his boundaries of what he needs in a relationship. I could not meet those standards. Therefore, kaput. Over. So did he give you an ultimatum? Yes. And I'm like, but it's nuanced. It's going to take time. No, no time. No nuance. Done. And it just made me think. And it just made me think. <laughs> and just like that. <laughs> All right, Carrie, sing why, it. Why, why are we dropping ultimatums on the people we love the most? Like, But like, why? What is an ultimatum there to do? What does anyone achieve from being so black and white on things? Can I just unpack something that you said earlier? Sure. Because you mentioned the words boundaries Mm -hmm. and standards Mm -hmm. and then you said he dropped an ultimatum yes i think there is an enormous difference between boundaries and standards Mm -hmm. versus an ultimatum yes 
I think in a relationship, yep. when you place boundaries on something, it's almost a way of like putting in rules, maybe rules is too strong a word, into a relationship that works towards a greater outcome yes. for your relationship. Yep. So boundaries, I think, is something that's really healthy yep. to have in a relationship. And I think standards are too. Of course, you've got to have standards. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But an ultimatum for me is like putting a gun to someone's head yeah. and saying it's this or nothing. Yes. Whereas healthy boundaries is like, okay, it's about meeting needs, right? And having needs met. This is my need. I need it met. Yes. But you can also meet each other halfway. Yes. Because you can't. Yes. And I think it's full on that the guy you were dating literally dropped an ultimatum. Mm -hmm. I don't think it sounds like he was requesting healthy boundaries Mm. or needs being met. Right. To me. Yeah. Well, his needs needed to be met or. It was off. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. We have a girl, we have a mutual friend who gave her boyfriend an ultimatum about getting married yep. before a certain time. And I have a lot of respect for that. Yes. That I have respect for because it's a time in your life when you know what you want. Yeah. You know what you want for the future, mm-hmm. at least for now, you know yep. what you want. If you know you want to be married before you have kids, to have so many kids, all those kind of things, great. Go for it. Declare it. Don't pretend you don't want it yep. for the resentment to show up later. I don't know. I have a lot of respect for that kind of see that that's an ultimatum yeah it, she, she, she essentially said to him propose before my 30th birthday or we're done okay so there's a part of me that fully fully respects that and mm-hmm. we've talked about this on the podcast before our friend's ultimatum mad respect however I think that if you're going to give an ultimatum like that where there's a lot to lose a lot to right lose. Because, everything because she wants to be married to this person yeah I mean marriage is an enormous commitment it's for life in mm-hmm. inverted commas but to be willing to literally lose the person that you want to be with for the rest of your life is an enormous coin toss yeah that i truly believe that people who dish out ultimatums have a degree of confidence that yeah. things are going to go their way yes there has to be right because otherwise it's so fucking risky it's risky because you could lose everything in asking for what you want so i feel like our friend who gave that ultimatum she was more hurrying along the inevitable yes i reckon her partner was dragging his feet yeah. and it's like, fuck, I know I want this. You know you want this for whatever reason you're dragging your feet. So it's kind of achieving a goal faster, which right. I love. Yeah. But in the case of the guy you were dating, I'm now wondering if he felt confidence that this ultimatum would have gone his way. I don't know. And it didn't. I don't know. Yeah. I just couldn't meet him where he of was. Of course you couldn't. Yeah. And I think that's fair enough. And I'm actually really pleased that you didn't meet him where you couldn't. Yeah. Because that would be compromising yourself. But that's what I'm saying. At this stage of life. Yeah. St- I think there's a stage of life where ultimatums are legit, right? Oh, mm. I guess it depends. If we're talking about relationships, there's a stage of life. I Look, there are other ultimatums like if you don't stop drinking, we're not going to stay together. If yeah. you don't quit gambling, we yeah. can't stay. You know, there's other things like that. But we're yeah. talking about relationships. Like when someone says, I have this need and this standard, and if you can't come and fulfill that need or meet that standard, I can no longer be in this relationship. That to me is an ultimatum. Yeah. But I just don't know if past your 30s, yeah, if that's realistic. I feel like that's just, I think it's unrealistic. No, I actually don't know if I agree with you okay. on this because I think that the guy you were dating, you've done him a favor. Yeah, because he was obviously more invested in what you had and was feeling frustrated that you weren't meeting his needs. Mm -hmm. And I think you've kind of set him free. Sure. But like, I don't know. I just think, isn't there more nuance at this stage of life to be like, let's take time. Let's work through things. Let's see how it goes. Let's explore. Life is busy, you know. Let's reverse it. Yeah. 
what if you were like, fucking this guy's taking forever to yeah. commit. Where mm. are we? Like, yeah, I'm yeah. sick of this. And he's just like flouncing around, sort yeah. of giving you half. No, I'm into this, but let's not put a label yeah, on it. Yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. We've all been there. You would dish out the ultimatum. Oh, would, would I though? I'm not good at ultimatums. Bullshit. You 100% no, would. No, I've been in many situations in my life, many different relationships with men where I've been like, I know my needs aren't being met here, but if I ask for what I need, he'll be gone. And therefore, I don't want to do that coin toss. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying in terms of he hasn't compromised himself. No, he hasn't at all. By putting up with it, which yeah. then you could kind of which step you back have and to go, respect. that's a healthy boundary. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it depends which way you look at it. Mm. You know, I always play devil's advocate and try and look at things from the other perspective, putting the shoe on the other foot or yeah. whatever you want to say. Yeah. And I think it's an interesting time in a world, especially with the upcoming generations, your millennials, Gen Zs, whatever, that there's so much language now around how we feel Mm. that sometimes I feel like you can find a situation where there's two people in a relationship who are both citing their needs from like a, we do therapy and we work on ourselves perspective. And it's like, how do you find the compromise if both people are strongly advocating for themselves, Mm -hmm. which we are all for, for, but... There still has to be a meet in the middle. But isn't that when it becomes an ultimatum? When it's like, here are my needs. They need to be met or I'm done. Yes. Yeah. But the ultimatum is like a breaking point. Yeah. It's always a culmination of a lot of things yeah. where someone's feeling like they've compromised themselves, compromised, compromised, till they go, you know what? I'm not fucking compromising anymore. Yeah. It's all or nothing. Mm-hmm. And they have to be willing to handle the choice of the other person. That's why it's a roll of the dice. Yes. Yes. And I think sometimes people go into ultimatums like I was saying before so confident but it can fucking backfire yeah it can blow up in your face if that person is pushed too far and they can't come on board the ultimatum bye gone yeah and then you get the opposite of what you wanted yes in the short term in the short term but is it ultimately for the best because long term no one's desires really go away yes and what we want will out in the end I just think it's a really interesting chat have you watched the Netflix show Ultimatum no I need to I'm gonna be another show queen in the same episode (laughs) but Netflix's Ultimatum great trash okay but essentially the premise is couples who come and they do this experiment it's always a fucking experiment isn't it? And basically one person in the partnership is ready to get married and is dishing out an ultimatum. And what they've done really well is what a lot of people might expect is where it's the woman dishing out the ultimatum, but they actually found a good blend of couples where in some cases it's the guy who's requesting an ultimatum. And it's really interesting how confident the ultimatum givers are. And to come on a show and do it and be viewed by the world is pretty orkies. And yeah, the outcome is a real mixed bag. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to watch that. Yeah. Because in the show as well, they serve the ultimatum. So let's say it's six couples. They deliver the ultimatum to their partners and then they all become single and they mingle and they can date. (laughs) So they up the stakes there. They do. They up the stakes. And the whole point of it is for them to experience other people Mm -hmm. to then, I guess, in theory, realize Uh what they had was so great that they then will drop an E or propose. Or they realize, oh, there's more fish in the sea. Mm. And actually I was putting up with crap. But yeah, it really backfires on some of the couples and it's fascinating oh god it's a great social experiment you should watch it yeah i'm going to i'm going to yeah highly recommend there you go there's my not spawn i've got another not spawn though can i have a few this you week have a few. thank you do you know what i don't have time for what don't you have time for it's a bit trivial okay but i do not have time for tradies it's not trivial <laughs> 
it's a real thing, Revs. Okay. Before I get into this, I feel like I have to preface this by saying... Not all tradies. Not all tradies. <laughs> I'm sure there's a great number of our DLs who are married to tradies. And or are I, tradies themselves. Yes. And yes, I'm sure they're fabulous and do things perfectly. Okay. But... <laughs> You've had some tradie experience, have you? I have recently. You may or may not remember, but I'm currently doing renovations to the back area of our house. Remember how my mind was blown about the cost of landscaping? I do. Yes. And uh, I've decided that tradies are the only people in the working world who can offer awful customer service (laughs) and still have endless amounts of work. Yeah. Endless. Like they Houdini, they ghost. They don't return your calls. They They don't finish the job sometimes. Oh, yes, I have heard that. Mm -hmm. Some of them don't finish the job. Just inconsistent. And and look, I feel bad because I'm sure there are great tradies, blah, 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 blah. But let's talk about the shit ones because there there are some shit ones. Yes. And in a post-COVID world, any DLs, if you're going through renos, you know what I'm talking about. The cost of labor has increased by 30%. Shit. The cost of materials has increased by 30%. Oh, because there's a supply shortage. There's a supply shortage. There's, of course, a huge increase in renovations because people's needs change during Mm -hmm. COVID. People are working from home. So Mm -hmm. therefore, they want to create a better environment. Mm -hmm. And the renos that they always thought they'd do but never got round to, they're now getting round to it. And then we've had the floods. So you can see how there's a pile on of needs yes so the tradies are flush with work oh for our international listeners tradie is like a tradesperson. they're builders builders, builders handyman carpenters yeah yeah people ha- who do trades in yeah. your home yeah yeah <laughs> it's just so aussie to be like you know fucking tradies <laughs> totally fucking tradies am i right <laughs> oh dear so i guess what i'm struggling with is hiring a service mm-hmm. and then just not getting my needs met as a customer <laughs> like I know it's sounds- you need to put down an ultimatum I know I know <laughs> come and fix my shower or you don't get the job and they're like no problem lady yeah. I've got 17 lined up and this is the thing I realised that tradies who'd listen to this would be like you have no idea yeah, what yeah, it's yeah. like for us oh, dealing- imagine dealing with the Karens oh exactly imagine. And, and this is the thing I don't want to be a Karen yeah but you are babe no I'm not a I'm, little bit I am one of those people who will be given the worst haircut oh yeah and they'd be like what do you think and i'd be like i love it like i almost go the other extreme i'm like <laughs> i love it so much i'll do a google review and a facebook review and then i walk out and cry in my car yeah. like i just don't want to hurt anyone's feelings yeah and so i feel like i'm someone who can be easily taken for a ride okay i have an example yep so our heating has broken mm-hmm. and we're very close to winter yep. are we in winter Pretty much. Like one degree. Yeah, like a few weeks away. Exactly. And our heating system was broken last year. But for whatever reason, Hubs and I (laughs) thought we could survive the winter without heating. So fast forward to today, I was like, I am not doing another winter without heating. So I got a tradie in. I felt like he could read my number a mile off. Mm -hmm. This bitch has no idea. And he quoted me eight grand. (laughs) (laughs) Like, (laughs) sorry, that was... (laughs) Like, is that, is that the going rate to fix heating? I don't know. I haven't had an air-conditioned house in a while, but um, <laughs> it feels a lot. Right? It feels a lot. And he was spit. 
spitballing technical terms. Oh, uh, I need to fix them. This and yeah. that and the gas leak and blah, 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 which impacts and this and the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I was yeah. like, okay, gibberish. Mm. Don't know what you're talking about. And my husband wasn't around. And isn't it shit that women have to play this game of like, oh, hubs, maybe I need you there. The feminism to- is not sticking around Exactly. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like to appear like we have someone who might potentially know how these things get repaired. Like it's so gross. It's yeah. like when you go to a mechanic. Yes, yes. Well, this is what I love about not having a car. Because oh. I used to turn up to the fucking mechanic with my car and be like, here you go for the service you have to have to get your fucking rego, whatever. And they're like, now the thing flong and the duba lackey is broken. <laughs> and if you don't do that, then your sling slang and your <laughs> cling clong is going to like bah, bah, bah. And I was like, well, I don't know. I don't know my carburetor from my engine. So yeah, they better like, fix that. And they're like, it's two grand. And you're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> It's totally fine. And I, I've always tried to fake that I kind of knew what was going on. We all do that. Like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Is that really necessary at this stage? And just say random platitudes like that. Dude, but- I've pulled out platitudes like, no, I think the wear and tear on my brake pads has been withstanding the <laughs> conditions of the road. <laughs> like, literally. Did you laugh like that and do that with your eyes? Because they were like, sure, lady. <laughs> That'll be 600 bucks. But yeah, it's like, I always try and feign that I know what I'm talking about. Mm. It's like I once tried to feign that I understood Vietnamese in a nail salon because I was almost certain they were talking about me and I was oh like, God, I just didn't want them to talk about me. Oh, dear. <laughs> but, oh. you know, at the end of the day, you're like, well, I've got fucking kids in the car. If my brake pads need changing, they need changing. If I need new tyres, I need new tyres. Like, you're kind of over a barrel. No, your hands are tied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You literally have no choice. But coming full circle, back to my air conditioning unit. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> glamour, glamour. But our DLs loved plugging into this episode to hear me whinge about my heating and air conditioning units. I then got a second quote. Good on you. Because I thought, I'm going to be sensible, Sandy. Get two quotes. Good on you. You know what the second quote came in at? What? Four grand. So half. How can there be that much of a discrepancy in pricing? Look, if the other tradie came in at, say, 6,800, I'd be like, "Mm, okay, $1,200. Is that right? The maths? $1,200. Yeah, $1,200. Well done. Well done. (laughs) that Kumon I haven't been doing. Because you're a woman. (laughs) And it pissed me off. Yeah. Because I was like, well, how can it be that? Feels like eight grand guy was taking you for a ride. He probably rocked up to your house in your postcode and was like, let's see what's going on here. Whack a fucking freshy tax on this. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah. Not cool. I mean, also power to them, you know? (laughs) (sighs) Really? Well, every tradie must have a client where they're like, this is fucking fish in a barrel. Yeah. You know? I feel like men have no issues with charging what they think they're worth. No, they don't. Women are apologetic. Well, we could take a leaf out of men's books in this department. We could know a little bit more what we're worth and ask for what we're worth and charge what we're worth. Not the taking people for a ride part. Not the taking people for a ride part. But, you know, I know it's capitalism, but, you know, people should be paid what is worth it for them to do their job. Absolutely. But, yeah, eight grand guy sounds like a twat. Don't go with him. (laughs) Yes, but it just makes me feel insecure Mm. in the future if there's repairs that need to be done. I'm suspicious. I'm always suspicious. Mm, That quote sounds off. How can it be that? much this is why i don't miss having a house yeah the fucking maintenance and it never ends there's always something that needs fixing and doing and changing and it's not sexy it's not like oh i don't want to drop thousands of dollars on an aircon unit i'm gonna drop thousands of dollars it's gonna be on a holiday or some fucking great clothes or some nice furniture something not something that you can't even see see. no thanks i mean i still haven't had the light bulb in my bathroom change it's going on like five weeks now I can't reach it. And I, you know, don't have a boyfriend. Don't have a ladder. Don't have a ladder. So I just put the nightlight in there and that'll do. 
that'll do. I have candlelight baths and showers. It's very sexy. (gasps) Speaking of candles. Worst kept secret on the internet right now. Deals. You know what's coming. You know what's about to drop. If you're following us on socials, you may have had an inkling. We are developing a little product for you. Yes, it rhymes with Vex Handle. (laughs) (laughs) Which is Gem's nerdy as fuck wordplay way of teasing out that we might be developing a sex candle for y'all. Get excited. First of all, DLs. I think we were never planning to promote this now. But you know what? We're here. Let's just roll with it. Here we go. We've gone full qual on this, okay? This is not like, you know, when people have, like, a brand and they're like, let's drop some merch, and then they, like, find some cheap, shitty merch and try and make a profit. That is not this situation. No, no, no. Revs and I were like, if we're going to make a candle... It's going to be top qual. The best fucking candle out there. It's going to smell divine. Mm -hmm. It's going to make you horny. Yeah. It's a sex candle. It's going to make you horny. Yeah. Like you want to hear that song play when you light it. And we were part of the scent creation process. Mm -hmm. And we truly believe we have created something sexy as fuck and like don't think we tried to do this ourselves like this is not a home job we brought in the professionals oh absolutely we're like if we're gonna do this let's do this with someone who knows their shit yeah enter hunter candles yep anyway wow we're doing a full promotion i know i know it's not ready it's not ready but it's not far off not far off it's coming it's coming it's coming it's coming it's coming Anyway, enough about that. Enough about that. But just get excited, guys. I'm so pumped. I'm fucking excited. I am so pumped for this race. Hubs is so pumped for this too. Oh fuck! Who am I going to light my candle for? Myself. Maybe I'll treat myself to a really good new vibrator. Yeah. And then I can be like, hey, Revsy, light the candle. You up for it, babe? Yeah. Well, speaking of tradies, maybe I'll jump back on Bumble. (laughs) Do it. Do it. Do it. If you want a 33-year-old tradie in Manly, Bumble's your place. Brilliant. Lock it in, Eddie. Bring out that sex candle and then manipulate that tradie to change that light bulb. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I can get three things done in one. Absolutely. Dude, I love efficiency. I can get a light bulb change, get my rocks off, and promote the candle yeah. all in one. Perfect. <laughs> Hit me with your nuts, spun. Oh, girl. Oh, no, I, felt, I felt it today. You felt it. Yeah, it's that sex candle chats. <laughs> She's lit up. I am lit. She is lit up. Yeah, hit me. What right. you got? Bit of a hack for when it's that time of the month. I've been deep in shark week this great. week. Yeah. Skin flaring up. Oh, mine's skincare yeah. today too. Oh, great. Okay, great. double skincare. Double yeah, skincare. why not? Yep. DLs need it. So how to shoot this week. Isn't this always the fucking way? Always. So I had to present on camera. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, time's up terrifically with shark week uh-huh. and my skin... Probably having one of the worst breakouts I've had in a while. So I think it's a combination of my period and stress. Yeah. Bit of a double whammy. Maybe that moon eclipse you were talking about combined oh, with that Mer- Mercury. Mercury retrograde. <laughs> what did I say? You are such a woo-woo novice. Mercury. I love that you're trying. I am trying. You're trying. I'm trying. Mercury retrograde. Okay, Mercury retrograde. So my skin has actually been pretty decent this year until recently. Mm-hmm. And I had a panic because, you know, presenting on camera is kind of like your wedding day. Like I'm trying to liken it to people who have never been on camera yeah. where you just want... You just want all the pieces to come together. Exactly. Yeah. So ran to Mecca, Mario 
Badescu. Badescu. But yeah. Wait, what? Mario Badescu. No, yeah. Badescu. No, it's, it's got a U on the end. This is all over again. It's, it's Badescu. Why is it Badescu? Like, I don't know, but it is. I know. I actually want to get to the bottom of this. Like, why do it's you... It's French. I don't know. Italian. It's Badescu. DL slide in. I think it's Badescu. 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 It reminds me of that Wiggle song. Aples and bananas. Nothing Aples reminds me of any Wiggle song. Continue. <sighs> Mecca. Yes. Mario Badescu. Mm-hmm. It's the fucking shit. Okay. What okay. is it? It's a lotion. Mm-hmm. It's actually called a drying lotion. Oh, it dries out the pimple. Yes. <gasps> so I have this juicy fucking whitehead Ew. pussy Yuck. pimple Ew. on my lip Damn. line. I know you're into like Dr. Pimple Popper, but some people don't even like to hear about Dude, it. Dude, if you looked at my YouTube history, <laughs> yeah, no. there's a lot of blackheads no. being squeezed out Ew. of people's faces oh and I God. fucking love it. No, it makes me feel ill. I love it. There are two types of people. <laughs> <laughs> are you this or that? Yeah, I'm not a squeezy looking at, no, no. Oh. No, fucking froth makes me feel ill. Anyway, I was being very disciplined. Mm -hmm. I didn't squeeze it, even though it was primed. You know, it was ready. Okay, but I thought no, because that's just gonna make it volcanic Uh tomorrow. Put on the Mario Badescu, shrunk by eighty percent. Oh wow, whitehead gone. Wow, yeah, it's like it dehydrated. It's like it did what it said on the bottle. Yes, (laughs) it dried that motherfucker up. Okay, yeah, I've got like a spot cream at the moment that everyone goes nuts for online that I don't rate. Ooh, interesting. You're gonna name and shame? Well, it works for other people. People literally shout this on the rooftops. It's the TBH acne hack. Okay, and it's like a cream that you put on a spot, but it hasn't done anything for me. I don't see a faster recovery than if you just left it be. You know. Mm. Okay, that's interesting. So that. Won't be your not spawn. That's not my not spawn. Um, I've just looked up the Mario Badescu. (laughs) (laughs) It's $25. Okay. And look, you might balk at the price because the bottle is literally teeny tiny. But fuck, it's good. So you dip your little cotton bud into it. It coats itself with the two different components. Oh. Yeah, you can't shake the bottle. That's okay. what I learnt. Mm-hmm. You must let the sediment settle right. to the bottom. Wow. Yeah. There's just some proper science happening <laughs> over here. Anyway, it's just the shit. And I just think it's something that all women need in their vanity cupboard mm-hmm. to pull out on a sharky day. All right. Well, I love that. Hit me with your nuts, bum! It's nowhere near as targeted, but I've been trying the new go-to serum oh love go-to love go-to as well as previously mentioned i'm a massive massive fan of face hero yep cured my son's eczema mm-hmm. i got bitten by something in the night the other night face Fucking hero mercury retrograde some spider or some shit in my bed put face hero on it sorted sorted not itchy the welts have gone down all good how good big big fan of face hero she's brought out this new hyaluronic-y serum-y it's called much plumper skin cute so cute and it's the shit it's good. Okay. Yeah. Don't you think I look hydrated and plump? You do. Is yeah. it a serum? It's a serum. Yep. <laughs> serum, serum. Serum, serum. Serum, serum. And um, she puts on just at night. I've been doing morning and night because yep. it's not actives or anything, I don't yeah. think. Big fan. It is watery. I know you don't like a watery serum yourself. I don't. I like a gelatinous serum. Yes. No, this is it's quite watery, but I like that because it goes on nice and even. You don't need too much. goes under makeup really well. See, the thing I struggle with with watery serums is it fucking slides off my hand from the journey of it 
being dispensed into my hand trying to get it onto my face the tilt and the angle of my hands as it comes closer to my face it just runs into my wrist are you not a beauty blogger already like you put the dropper on your face no 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 why i don't know one problem one solution babe instead of putting it into your hand and then putting on your face just put the dropper on your temple and it runs off my chin like dripping rain because you can't be helped do you want to use a serum or not that's how serums come no i just find my creamy or gelatinous serums gelatinous serum yeah you know what i mean where it's a gel based esme does a beautiful serum that's i know i'm doing my fourth not sponge in the episode (laughs) i've got to stop someone cut me off let's end this episode right here right now and do you know what revs what we haven't sung the outro (gasps) in weeks we've just been ending with love you dears (laughs) have a great week we love you bye-bye no let's bring back the song one of these days sorry sorry (laughs) did we just bang on the same pitch we nailed the key let's do it again and not get it right this time one of these days (laughs) one of these days we'll have an outro to our podcast bye bye bye